Welcome back to another episode of the 24 Seconds Podcast. My name is Jin, and I am joined by my friend Arju, who will now give the 24-second report. In today's episode, Jin and I will discuss if the 76ers should be concerned about Ben Simmons' play this season. Yeah, so let's get straight into it, Arju. We all know the criticism that Ben Simmons has received in his career. The question we're here to discuss today is, how concerned should the 76ers be? And what do you think? Should they be concerned? Do they Should they have belief that he's going to continue to get better? He's going to work on his jump shot? What do you think? I think there, if you're a 76ers fan, and if you're working for the 76ers, I think there's cause for concern in Ben Simmons' play this season. Um, um, the team around him compared to previous years is better, but he he himself has not elevated his game. And I know one of the things that we talked about a few episodes ago was was about how Simmons and Embiid are actually living together to work on their chemistry. But it just doesn't seem like Ben Simmons hasn't you know has improved. Like it, it looks like he's gotten worse somehow. Um, and I know we've seen so many videos of him shooting threes in the gym, but we haven't seen that in game. Yeah, definitely. And speaking of shooting threes in game, he actually did shoot one the other night against the Grizzlies where they, they ended up losing that match, but he airballed it. He airballed it against the Grizzlies. As an NBA fan, whether or not I'm a 76ers fan, I'm not, but it just, it hurts to see that, you know, this guy hears all the media criticism that he receives and he wants to have the confidence to shoot it. But right now it just looks like he doesn't have that confidence. Yeah. And I actually, I thought it was interesting because he shot that three in like the clutch time situation, right? You want the guy who can score you know, have the ball in their hands and in, in, in the clutch. And, and the fact that he shot a three, I mean, I like that. I like the confidence that he had, but the fact that he shot it, knowing that he's not that type of player is not good. Like that's just not a high IQ play. And so I'm like concerned about if like with, with all the criticism that he's getting, if it's impacting his ability to make the right play. Yeah, definitely. And he definitely thinks about that stuff in the game, you know. He he's he hears the media in, in himself during the game critiquing him. Should I shoot it? Should I not? But I think at the end of the day, like you said, he should just focus on making the highest IQ play, even if that means not shooting a three during the game. Yeah, and I remember when he went to LSU, when he came from Australia and was going to play for LSU, there was a lot of criticism about Ben Simmons. And I remember a lot of people were like, because I remember at LSU, like he barely, he barely like even passed. Like he got like a two point something GPA. I that time a lot of people were criticizing him you know his rookie season came along he he hushed a lot of the haters but he hasn't done anything since like he looks like he's hasn't really improved that much since his rookie season yeah, that's something a lot of people have been talking about, his lack of improvement. And I actually want to ask you something. I think it's an interesting question regarding Ben Simmons. The main thing people have said regarding the duo of Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid is that they need shooters around them, you know? Ben Simmons is that type of player that likes to drive and pass it out or just drive and try to dunk it, get fouled at the rim. And... As a result, the faculty at the 76ers noticed that, and what they did this offseason was acquire Danny Green and Seth Curry, two phenomenal three-point shooters. Do you think the fact that he finally has shooters around him is going to demotivate him when it comes to shooting the three ball? Because now he could have a perspective of, you know what, I have people that can shoot the three around me, so I don't need to learn how to shoot it. Yeah, I feel like in most situations, and I feel like Ben Simmons is different here, I feel like in most situations, anytime you acquire shooters like Green and Curry, your team will get better. And what that does, and what I think the 76ers hope that it would do is it would allow Ben Simmons to get more open looks so that he could actually start shooting more threes and like he could get used to like being that type of player right at least become like a service a serviceable threat outside of the paint for Ben Simmons it seems as though he's not wanting to shoot if you look at the numbers this season he's he's shooting the ball less than he has ever before and this includes his rookie season this is he's he's shooting the ball way less and he's not scoring as much and so my concern is that now that he has all these pieces around him he's not being as aggressive he's not shooting it the ball as well 
he's shooting when when he is shooting the ball it's the he's shooting like the lowest percentage in, of his career and although it's only 12 games in the season is also shortened we're, we're almost a sixth of the way done with the season and so that's something to look forward to especially because the minutes played are around the same for Ben Simmons what are your thoughts on it? Yeah, the minutes play are around the same. And what I want to do right now is kind of directly answer the question. I think the 76ers should be slightly concerned because had Ben Simmons not been a player who gets a lot of rebounds and gets a lot of assists during games, then they should be very concerned. But because he's positively impacting the other areas of the games, he's consistently grabbing the boards. He's an amazing defensive player. He knows where and when to pass the ball and feed players like Joel Embiid then they should be uh, really concerned if he's not doing those things. But because he's doing those things, I think they should be slightly concerned. But as an NBA fan, I just question whether or not like the 76ers faculty has, do you think they've like confronted him about this situation? Because I know the previous coach, Brett Brown, didn't. He That was actually a main critique people had about 76ers. They're like, oh, he's the Australian coach and the 76ers coach. He lets Ben Simmons do whatever he wants. I just don't know if Doc Rivers is that same coach. I feel like he'd go up to him and tell him, you know, and man, you, you need to start shooting more threes. You need to start being more confident because that can elevate your game to the next level. I, I, I just don't know, though, because Doc also said when when he signed with the 76ers, he also said that like it's not a it's not a requirement for Ben Simmons to shoot. It's definitely not a requirement, but if Ben Simmons is able to add shooting to his game at like a high and confident level, then he can genuinely be one of the best players. In yeah, and league. also if he does learn how to shoot, it makes the 76ers work. Then we don't have this question of, oh, should they keep Embiid? Should they keep Simmons? If Simmons can learn how to shoot, the problem is kind of solved. But, yeah. but I, I just don't know if he's going to ever do that. Like, do you think he'll ever end up changing his game? game i don't think he'll ever become like a full-on three-point shooter but i think we're gonna gradually see him shooting a little more threes i, I don't think it'll ever be like a full part of his game would you agree with that? yeah i mean i'm not even sure if he'll get to that point but i do think that he'll like get some sort of at least or he needs to get at least a respectable mid-range jumper yeah he does that fadeaway sometimes and it goes in sometimes and when it does it looks amazing but he doesn't really do it yeah exactly something though i wanted to talk about in this is is Giannis. Giannis is one of his biggest critiques and you saw it in the playoffs against Miami was that his play style is just driving to the paint getting fouled and dunking you know his his strides are insane so he's able to go from like half court to the basket in two or three strides but as soon as Miami built a wall against him along, alongside the likes of Butler, Bam, Iguodala, Jay Crowder, Giannis was, was absent. He received so much criticism that he needs to develop a jumper and we've seen Giannis become more confident and start shooting more. My point point is the difference between Giannis and Ben Simmons is that Giannis has shown a desire to actually improve and shoot the ball even though he misses like he airballs threes a lot but at least he's showing those signs of improvement and he's shooting threes Ben Simmons rarely rarely ever shoots them yeah it's just like concerning to me because even in blowout games it's not like he's like shooting threes it's like dude this is your perfect you know opportunity to get practice and he's not shooting him whereas with Giannis even if it's a blowout he's still going to try to shoot the three and try to get like experience and also I just want to say one thing thing with Giannis we don't see like the videos of Giannis at the gym playing pickup basketball and shooting threes we've seen videos of Ben Simmons do that what why even post stuff like that if you're not even going to end up taking those threes in an actual game yeah it just causes me to think like what Ben Simmons perception of the whole situation really is like does he care what people are saying about him does he know that his game could work like this I just I don't know I don't know where he's at with this. I feel like he gains a lot more criticism because of stuff like that yeah like if you're just like quiet 
quiet and you just, you know, work on your three point shot over time and you don't like try to post videos of you doing pickup basketball, because uh, let's be honest, like a lot of players who look good in pickup basketball don't look good when they get to the NBA courts. A certain part of their game is just like missing, right? Yeah, the media does that a lot. You, you can never really judge players off their summer workouts. Exactly. It's, it's I've seen so many, almost every summer, it's like Andre Drummond is developing a three and doesn't really. Like people who really do that never really end up developing a three point shot. Yeah, they just choose like the big men who never really shoot threes. And yeah, say that. The, the one big man that actually developed a three point shot was Brooke Lopez. And we didn't see any of that until the actual season started like a few years yeah. ago. It's fa- it's fair to say that we both think the 76ers are slightly concerned, should be slightly concerned about Ben Simmons and his situation there um, when it comes to shooting. But I want to talk about something that is a little a little different. Phil includes Ben Simmons, but it's about the duo in Philadelphia. What do you think, Arju, is a more valuable asset in the trade market? Ben Simmons or Embiid? And whoever you say, what would you try to get in return for one of them? Yeah, I think that's a, such a hard question to answer because the problem with Embiid is his health, especially his knee. Like, nobody knows when it's going to give out. Nobody knows. And with Ben Simmons, it's like the question of shooting. I guess right now, if you're trying to contend for a championship right now, Joel Embiid is a more valuable trade asset. But if you're like, trying to build for the future probably Ben Simmons I would probably agree with that I think most people would pick Joel Embiid but some people end up picking Ben Simmons because of the injury aspect that comes with Joel yeah, Embiid yeah and it, like we we genuinely do not know when Joel Embiid's career will end like he could be done by the age of 30 because of all his knee injuries he's actually missing missing yeah. the next few games because of knee conditioning he's, he's gonna be out for the 76ers for the couple of few games and so I don't know what, what would you try to get in return for I guess Joel Embiid or Ben Simmons if if I'm trading Ben Simmons, I'm going to try to get another point okay. guard. If I'm trading for Joel Embiid, I think I'm going to try to get some more young pieces okay. in return because he's kind of like an older player. Yeah. You know what I mean? So if you if you trade for a player who's like already like an all-star or at that caliber, I don't think you're becoming stronger as a team because he's already one of the best players in his position. So why not trade him while his value is high and try to get younger pieces in return? Yeah, you know, I, this is super unrealistic and I don't think this would happen. But what if the 76ers are like, okay, we're going to build with Ben Simmons going forward, we're going to move Joel Embiid. I wonder if they hit up the Warriors and ask for James Wiseman. That that's definitely an interesting one. But at the same time, you have to consider it. Like I like I just said, and I agree. I agree that that could be like a cool and fun trade to see. But like I said, you literally with Joel Embiid, I feel like you have to trade for another big man because you're getting rid of one of the best big men in the league. And if you trade for like guards, it doesn't really make sense in my eyes. Like you're you're going to be left empty. Yeah, I feel like spot. James Wiseman and Ben Simmons would be another. You know what if that we would have to like think about but i guess my question to you now is how long do you think they last together now i don't know man this is really difficult but i I just feel like there's been so much trust the process stuff with them that it just hasn't worked out and if it doesn't work out this year maximum they're with each other by the end of next season like i obviously i'm no trade trade expert and i can't see the future but from a basketball perspective you have to think that their time is going to be done by the end of next season yeah i wonder i wonder if they consider like if bradley beal is put on the trademark i wonder if they consider moving ben simmons for him do you think they're going to be each other with each other for a long time, or do you think the seventy six? No, I think I think one of them will be traded. I, I don't see them lasting more than like a season or two at most. It, it, they're just yeah. they just don't work together. Like even with Doc Rivers, them together is the problem. But I guess I guess another question I have for you is: Do you think Philly made a mistake by not being more aggressive in pursuing James Harden? I feel like the most logical answer to say is no, because um, 
recent reports came out after the James Harden trade that the Houston Rockets were asking for Ben Simmons, Tyrese Maxey, and three first-round picks. If you get rid of all of that for James Harden, it could be a mistake in the long run for the Philadelphia 76ers. Yeah, it's actually kind of insane because when we look at the packages, like let's say they did end up getting Ben Simmons, Tyrese Maxey, and three first-round picks. The Nets only gave up, what, Karis LeVert? and three first-round picks and then four pick swaps, they, right? They gave up a lot of draft stuff because they don't have their stuff Yeah, I think it was like years. three first-round picks and then four pick swaps. Interesting. Yeah. I want, I mean, here's the thing. Like, with pick swaps, it's like if you know, if you think you're going to be a good team, then those pick swaps don't really matter. Yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah, it's 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 it all depends on the state of the teams, you know. Like some teams are in a position where they don't really care about the picks, like the Nets. They want to they they want to win it this year, and then after that, they don't really care what happens with the organization. Where teams like the Rockets are slowly yeah. rebuilding, and they want to get all the draft picks that they lost in the yeah. Previous no, that makes sense. Done. Because I don't know if you guys remember, they did a couple of trades in the past few years where they gave up so many picks. So they got a lot yeah. of those back, which is really good. Especially the CP3 and the Westbrook, Westbrook trades. They gave up a lot of first-round picks. Yeah. And so, guys, like I said before, Arju and I believe that the 76ers should be a little concerned about Ben Simmons and his lack of confidence when it comes to shooting. But now we're going to get into the 24-second questions. Arju, you want to ask Yeah, me a I got you. First, I, have, or... I have a question ready for you. All right. All right so my it. question to you... Uh, talking about Ben Simmons, if he were to get traded, where would you like to see him play? It really depends what he's going to play. Like if you put him in the forward position, if you put him in the point guard position, but I can't really think of a team off the top of my head. He would fit well in so many teams. 10 seconds. What about like the 76 are trading the young pieces? Five. I mean, trading Ben Simmons for the young pieces in San Antonio and seeing him develop. That would be really interesting. And that's, by the way, that's 24 seconds, but that would be a really interesting fit. Because think about it. Like, obviously, I could pick any of the 30 teams, but I would like to see him develop under yeah. a different type of coach. Like, it would be really cool because they uh, San Antonio has a lot of young pieces. So, imagine they got rid of DeJounte Murray, Keldon Johnson, and those and some picks for Ben Simmons. And then Ben Simmons developed alongside players like LaMarcus Aldridge. What about, and what about you know, we'll, we'll quickly wrap this up, but what about, what about Ben Simmons and Cat? What do you think about that fit together? I'll tell you that I like that, but not because of the fit. I like that because that would send D'Angelo. That would Russell be such an interesting move. <laughs> That's kind of why I like that. that would be such an interesting move. But I have a question for you now related to the standings. I just want to get your opinion. This isn't really a question, but I just want to get your opinion on the Grizzlies this season because they have had so many injuries, yet they're still 7-6. and six. I want you to tell the people how you feel about this Grizzlies team for, for their current state. And their the rest of the head season. coach is amazing. Uh, I forget. I'm blanking on the first name, but I know his last name is Taylor. He's been really good. Like they're on a five-game win streak right now. Um, Jaw, even though he was out, the team is playing grit and grind. Like it's that mentality, you know, the Grizzlies grit and grind that we saw in you know a few years ago. They're still that same grit and grind type of team. And you know, right now they're the eighth seed. I don't know if they're able to keep it up because we still have the Mavericks and Nuggets, who we expect, I think, to to kind of jump up. The Rockets with All Depot, how good he looked last night. We expect them to kind of jump up. But, you know, if Jaron Jackson Jr. comes back and they're still around that, like, playoffs playing spot, dude, I'd, I'd, I would not count them out. I would not count the Grizzlies out. Yeah, definitely. They – I kind of like what they've been doing because it shows people – sometimes people think, like, talent is going to win all the time. And I don't think that's the case. Like, I think chemistry and bonding together as a team, 
knowing each other's habits overshadows talent sometimes. And because obviously you look at them, they're not the most talented team, especially when they don't have John Morant and Jaron Jackson Jr., but they're seven and six. They're the eighth seed right now. And I no, think yeah, really I definitely impressive. agree with you on that for the Grizzlies. So, yeah, guys, that is the end of the episode. Thank you so much for listening and catch you next time. Peace.